When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And Rico and Barry. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show, NHL Nightly. I am Jeremiah Maxwell. With me, as always, is Perlo Wisdom and Rico and Barry. Sponsored by Fans for Sports Network. You can find us on Apple and Spotify, live on Twitter, Twitch, I mean, X, YouTube, uh, Oh, yes, and Instagram Live. We're live on the Sports Beard, the Sports Beard on Instagram Live. Welcome, everybody. Hope you had a great game. Rico, you got to be happy, man. The Leafs tore it up. I didn't even change the jerseys. I was going to put the Dallas Stars, uh, but I ran out of time. Um, that was a good game, man. That was an entertaining game. Oh, yeah, run and gun, rely on your top four. Yeah, perfect game for Toronto. <laughs> Um, uh, Sam McKee had, I can't remember what his, uh, pick was. I think he had the Dallas to win, but that, you know, they were on a back-to-back. Perlow was all over it. I guess he was on them. Um, yes, Tim, your content cocky has a channel. I'll drop the link in the chat. Uh, and, uh, hopefully my main man Bacon comes by. I saw Bacon in Ate Kaki's, uh, channel. So, uh, that was pretty cool. So I'll drop the link to his channel in the chat. You can go, uh, you can go subscribe and check him out. He does a lot of videos as of right now, but he does live streams and stuff too. So definitely check him out. Um, he is the absolute best. Um, he's such a big supporter of me. And so I will always be a supporter of him. Uh, the link is in the chat for Hot Take Hockey. Uh, I've, I saw some people earlier. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hearing somebody eating with dinner plates. Just mute yourself if you're if you got people in the background. No big deal. And then talk when you're ready. We'll just cue you. Uh, you give me the thumbs up if you want to talk or something. Just mute your. Oh, we lost Perlo. <laughs> yeah, just mute yourself. You can mute yourself, man. It's easy. Just mute yourself. Um, 
Yes, A Space, thank you. Appreciate you coming in. Daniel always also always pops in real quick. I really always appreciate him. King Carl, he did an HTH raid when we weren't live, but was very appreciative. King Carl, appreciate you very much. Um, if you leave a like and subscribe, that would be super huge. Uh, we're trying to get, I'd like to get to 500 by the end of the year. So we're at like 269 subscribers. So we would love to get to 500 at the end of the year. So give us uh, you know, let anybody know that they're interested about hockey. We talk about all the, uh, you know, most latest events and stuff. In fact, hot take just sent me something real interesting that ESPN is going to launch its own standalone service. So that's dude. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I'm to the point where all I do is watch sports. So, yeah. Hey, Steve, no worries, man. If you got stuff going on, just mute yourself. And then when you're ready to talk, you can unmute. It's super easy. Uh, no. I, I hit the wrong button by mistake. That's what happened. But that is it. I don't think that noise is coming from you. That might be Rico. <laughs> no, it's coming no, it's from not. me. It's coming from it's not me, man. Okay. All right. All right. No worries. Yeah. Um. Well, did anyway, you notice it disappeared when Perlo bounced out for a sec? It did go away. It did. Yeah. It's just it's hard for me to tell where it's coming from. Remember Perlo's Perlo's smoke alarm went off. I thought it was my own. So you know it, the, the sound comes in so clear. No, uh, John said it was definitely you. Okay. We get we have to we have to listen to him. He's young enough, his hearing is not gone. Um, and that's the thing with me, boys. My hearing is not good, it's terrible. Like Rico, you know this. I mean, like we've only hung out one night, but it was probably enough to be like that guy doesn't hear that well. Uh, I've been told I should have hearing aids by my wife and other things, but uh, yeah, so that's cool. That uh, I appreciate that. And yes, hot take. I have the perfect housewarming gift. It's not going to cost a lot, and it's going to be super helpful for your streams. You're going to love it. I'm going to send it off to you tonight after the stream. You're going to love it. It's a good. It'll be a good gift and. You, you'll appreciate it. John uh, just got his new place, got a new place, man. He's, you know, so that's really cool. Um, and uh, I hope he's enjoying it. I know he's working his ass off. So he's doing that. He, I guess the uh, Bulldogs are kicking ass in the OHL. He was saying the, uh, I keep wanting to call them the Hamilton Bulldogs, but it's the, it's the Brantford Bulldogs and uh, they're doing really good. So that's cool. I mean, if you've got to cover a team, it's nice when they're, um, they're playing well. All right, let's talk about let's talk about last night. I I I thought Edmonton played an unbelievable game. Actually, I just thought, um, uh, I I just thought Aiden Hill played really good, and and honestly, he was the difference in the playoffs too. So. I don't think Edmonton is that much different of a team than they were last year. They went on this nice heater. We should respect it. Um, I did like what Butch Goring said, though. Like, the Islanders won 15 in a row in 83. Those were all wins. No ties, no overtimes, all regulation wins. That's incredible. Um, again, you think of all the Hall of Famers on that thing. But, look, Edmonton has at least two Hall of Famers on their team right now, too. So, um, and Dreisaitl and McDavid, those guys are probably, by all stretch of the imagination, going to the Hall of Fame. I mean, Dreisaitl is going to go down as the greatest German player ever. He's like the German Wayne Gretzky, right? So, um, But I, I don't know what you guys thought. I, uh, 
we'll move on real quick. But I I thought I thought it was a really good game. Uh, the atmosphere was electric. Uh, the Vegas fans showed out as well as they could with the Super Bowl there. Um, Pat McAfee was there with his boy Ty Schmidt, who's a huge Vegas Golden Knights fan. And today, all day, he wore full Vegas Golden Knights uniform with the pads and skates. And he was so drunk, hung over, and his voice was gone. It was hilarious. And I just love that Pat is a huge show here in the States, and he loves hockey. So he's pushing it, and it's really, really good. Um, and I love I love what's happening. It's it's good stuff. So um, you guys will have to keep me abreast of the the score. I'm not watching this game. I couldn't get it to pull up. So um, and I just don't want to kill myself uh, because I do not care who wins the Wild Blackhawks game. <laughs> but it's zero zero. It's on TNT or Max. I guess I could throw it on my phone, but I just don't care enough to. I'd rather have that for other things. Um, Boys, did you see that guy uh, climbing the sphere in Vegas this afternoon? I, that that feels like Aiden Hill right now. The guy's climbing to the top of the goalie standings in the league. And if he didn't get hurt this year, man, he's we're talking maybe Team Canada goaltender for this Four Nations. The guy's just unbelievable. And what he's been through, like being like the, what, the fourth goalie last year, like coming into the camp and stuff. And then all of a sudden you're going and winning a cup, signing a deal. The guy's on a huge roll. I mean, the injury set him back a bit, but this guy is unbelievable. Did you hear JB say today he would be the starter for team Canada? Why wouldn't you? For sure. Oh, name, name, name another goalie. That's a better Canadian goalie right now. There isn't. You can make a case that he's been the, maybe the best goaltender uh, like for a while now, his numbers are insane. And like that, like you said, what he did last night was awesome. Like I, I wanted yeah. my Edmonton Oilers to win, but I, like, it doesn't even matter if it's your team, a performance like that. It was like, we haven't seen stuff like that. Like since pro Durer and stuff, you know, like, like he was just going off last night. If he plays like yeah. that for the rest, of it, it was crazy for sure. I yeah. mean, I've seen more dominant goalie performances. I felt like some of Edmonton's scoring chances were a little bit, you know, where he could see them. I think they could have done a little bit better job of doing what they're doing. But look, here's the bottom line. If you're Not the Vegas Golden Knights, you're in Edmonton's head. You know, they were leading what in every playoff game this year. And, and, and Vegas always came back and won. What, what was that a five game or a six game series? I can't remember. Um, but, uh, if I'm Vegas, you're down Theodore, you're down Eichel, you're down Carrier, you're down a handful of really good players and you win that game and Edmonton is clicking. I just think that's a huge signature win for them. And remember Vegas started, didn't they win their first 11 or something this year or some shit too? Like, they started the season on a tear too. So like, they're like, Hey, we're still here. We're still the cup champs. Uh, I was, uh, I was really impressed with their play too. Again, nothing taken away from Edmonton and their streak. And, you know, I, I've shit talk them a lot, but it was, I, they've just played so, so well defensively. And, um, but I'll tell you what, I walked away from that game going Edmonton still has the problems that they've had. They still have depth scoring. In the playoffs, those things will get uh, 
magnified, I think. And then do you trust their goalies? Um, and uh, we'll see. But I do like how Skinner has been playing. So, okay. Uh, I mean, that was the game that stood out yesterday, man. That I mean, that was such a great game. There wasn't any, I mean, there really wasn't anything else. I, I, I was really impressed with the Devils coming back and beating Avalanche. They were down. They were up 3-1, and then the Avs tied it, and then they ended up winning 5-3. That was a really good win. Um, did you guys want to talk about the – there was two plays yesterday that I thought weren't – you know, that one, Pospisil, which, by the way, he got a contract extension for it. Uh, if you didn't see the news, Pospisil got a contract extension. He kind of cheap-shotted Marshawn in the face. There wasn't even a penalty called, I don't think. They, I thought there would be discipline on that. And then Brendan Dillon gets three games, which I thought was absolute trash. I thought that was a clean hit along the boards. He doesn't raise. He doesn't lift his elbow. He doesn't He doesn't drop. I mean, dude, I – Tim thinks the call on Pospisil was weak. Um, yeah, I was surprised he didn't get like a game, though. Uh, I would just – the fact that Brendan Dillon got three games after a game of misconduct for basically a clean hit along the boards. I'm sorry, Noel Chari is five foot nine and he was leaning forward, but like it was a bang bang play. It wasn't like Dylan saw him leaning forward and went bum up, bum up. It was like they met at the same time as he tried to go into the board or go along the uh, board line there with his head down. I don't know. Like to me, it just felt like bullshit. And I don't think it, I, I honestly don't think it deserved the game misconduct in a five minute major, let alone a three game sussy. I just, whatever did not care for that again player safety never does anything that makes sense what were you guys' thoughts no i, I it looked like marshawn went for a bit of a dive there I've, i see that in front of them not marshawn archari achari the achari one no yeah, i know no, but I the mean, first one you're talking about was marshawn but i know achari it's a fast play there was a couple players in between them sort of thing so i guess achari didn't quite see dylan coming in but I mean, that's just a guy finishes his check with a shoulder. The only thing is there's there's some defensemen in the league that are going to finish that play, and there's some defensemen that aren't going to finish that play the way Dylan did. And he happened to do it, and I know the guy's leaning forward after a shot, but it, it's so it's so tough, man. I, I can't even imagine how, how fast that is when you just see somebody and you're, you're, you're taught just to take the guy out, especially at the blue line, because you want you don't want a team to go – over your blue line or you're going to make him go offside so that's a bang bang play as a defenseman at the blue line too you're always taught to take the guy out so i mean it's unfortunate for achari but i'm sure he's he's been on the other end of them in his his career as well too but ho hopefully he's back and yeah i mean it just reminded me yeah of it McKay. sounds like he's gonna miss a couple he's of games and that's the playoffs I too if it's a clean hit and the guy get like tonight sergachev breaks his leg he clearly broke his leg on that play uh, it's a reverse hit by Lafreniere. There was nothing dirty about it at all. The puck's right there. It's just unfortunate the way he fell. He he lost his edge and he his his leg folded up underneath him. Really, really terrible. By the way, Jacob Lucini is the guy who scored. Thanks, Tim, for keeping us. I did was able to get the game to pull up there. Um, uh, Tim, let us know, Lucini, first career goal I think for him. Uh, yeah, salty. Good to see you. By the way, these guys need to keep their heads up. <laughs> um yeah uh anyway um you know kind of a 
real nice win for the Flyers. I thought that was a good win. Went in two one. We we kind of talked about that yesterday. Um, okay. I feel like we we've kind of exhausted the news. There is going to be some trade stuff, but I want to have a little bit of a shorter show, shorter show tonight. Um, uh, because we'll go probably a little longer tomorrow night. Uh, with the seven games. Uh, let's jump right into it though. Uh, Canucks at Bruins. Canucks again are a road dog. I am all over the Canucks here, guys. Plus one ten Canucks. What do you What are you thinking, Perlo? I don't know if I'm all over it because the Bruins played so crappy this last game against Calgary that I'm pretty sure that um, they're going to have their butt ripped a little bit there because uh, it was a really bad performance. So yeah, they got destroyed. Um, I. Uh, yeah, I yeah they got destroyed and they just didn't play good. They had no legs. They had nothing. I mean, I know a coach doesn't like to see that from a from a veteran group that you weren't ready to come and play. And I'm pretty sure you let them know about it. So I think they're going to come out pretty hard in uh, Vancouver. I think it's going to be a really good game. I kind of like a draw there, but I do agree with you. This Vancouver home road dog stuff, like I don't get it. <laughs> How are they a dog? Dude. What a, I mean, what an impressive performance. I watched a, like 80% of that game. Carolina was up and they came back. I think it was 2 1 Carolina and they won the game. And, and Lindholm just seamlessly slotted in. Uh, if you are counting uh, the Canucks out because they don't have playoff experience, I think a good member of those teams were on that bubble team in 2020. I'm not buying it. I think JT Miller's played in the playoffs with the Rangers and the Tampa Bay. Uh, uh, Rick Tockett is too good a coach. I think that is the biggest bullshit misnomer that you need playoff experience. Sidney Crosby won a cup his first run at it, basically second run at it. But like, I don't, I don't, I don't. If they should have lost too, but um, Babcock's a moron. But. Uh, uh, I do, I do wonder, like, you know, wh where are you guys on that? You think that that there's any merit to that that you have to lose in the playoffs? To sh like, I don't, you know, 2011 Boston Bruins came out of nowhere. The 2019 St. Louis Blues came out of nowhere. I just think that that's the stupidest shit ever. I don't know where you guys are on. What do you feel like there? No, you just got to get hot at the right time. You know, injuries play a good part. You don't need a great goaltender sometimes in the playoffs. You just need great goaltending. You know, you've seen it in years past where, like, guys can just get hot and get rolling at the right time, man. And there's sometimes at the all-star break where you wish that this was a playoff starting right now after the break for some teams, you know, and there's other teams that are glad the playoffs start when they do. So it's just... It's a crapshoot, man. You got to look at it about three, four weeks le left in the season and just see who's kind of rolling, who's healthy, and, you know, which teams are looking good. That It feels like Vegas was playing a little bit of a slow play a bit. Guys are hurt, you know, maybe they're resting Eichel because they know they need him more, you know, come playoff time than they do right now. Just other Well, he had that surgery, weeks. so. Yeah. You know, anytime you have surgery, you're looking at, like, at least well, a month. Yeah, and look at a guy like Sergachev too. Like me, that injury would look like a bit of a toe pick. It, it didn't look like a broken leg. It looked more like a knee or something. But my first thought, Perlo's first thought, because we talked about it earlier, was 
you know, do you think they brought him back a little bit too soon? Because that looked like a, just a check back where you could kind of get your balance from that a bit. But Watch that from the other angle. His leg folds. I'm, if, if he doesn't have a broken leg, I'm – it's it's yeah. it's either like an extremely high I, it's bad dude like you get stretchered off i i'm pretty first, sure it's tib fib he broke one of those bones in his leg i mean his first, leg folded his leg folded like yeah. like right here you know i got shorts on today it's, it's almost 30 degrees here today so it's real warm <laughs> real warm i'm all warm now where's um, as, as yeah, far as no, your uh... As far as your question, though, I mean, I think there's merit to the fact that the team can learn and it's more likely that they're going to lose the first time they try. I think that is, it's not like a for sure, of course. I mean, there are teams that have went and did it. Like the Islanders had to lose a lip before they went their five. Oilers had to lose against the Islanders before they went their whatever four. That's did true. I mean, but did, did they have to or just, but it, it, experiences always makes you better, right? So I would say yeah. that. now as far as Vancouver and how, if they can do it, if they keep their shooting percentage up like this, I think they can beat anybody. I yeah, like they are riding an incredible shooting percentage right now. Yeah, they're they're yeah. way above what like Seattle was last year, right? So yeah, like they got guys, but the difference is is they got guys that uh, they got guys that actually can keep it up. I think like Besser. Oh Besser. yeah, yeah. I mean the uh, so Pasternak has thirty three goals. Besser has thirty. Hey, darkness, what's up? Quinn Hughes has fifty two assists, bro. I mean, Thatcher Demko has 27 wins. I mean, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm all. Did uh, somebody score again? Oh no, no. Okay, six, six shots to one. Boy, Chicago, they can't get Bedard back enough. Okay, the second. Um, did you guys all get your piece on Canucks Bruins? I mean, again, the over under six plus one ten. I don't know why you wouldn't take the Canucks. It's they're not on a back to back. It wasn't like they had to travel that far. I just like they got so much momentum. I, I'm I'm kind of liking the Bruins a little bit, especially just after that game against Calgary. I think they're going to play a tough game. It'll probably be a low-scoring game. I can't expect it going back and forth too much. So I expect like maybe like a 3-2 or 4-2 Bruins win or something like that. Maybe, yeah. I, I can't see the Bruins shit in a bed. They're 7-2-1, I think, in their last 10. So they're, they're not going to lose two in a row here they got a long homestand it's the second game into this long homestand so be a tight game i expect boston to pull it out though okay caps and panthers caps are a plus 200 road dog panthers are coming off a loss the over under is 5.5 i i like i probably like the over and i would take the panthers but i would i, would, <laughs> I mean i don't know <laughs> yeah, so they need that OV goal scoring prop though. Um, yeah. By the way, I'll be right back. Okay. By the way, uh, I, I'm gonna drop them so we just because your TV was on. Uh, I'm gonna drop them here. Uh, if you if you Rico may not know if he ends his camera doesn't mean it mutes him. It doesn't mute him. <laughs> uh, where are you at, Perlo? Uh, I'm I'm guessing you're all over the Panthers. This is such a high line it's maybe not worth it you're probably looking at plus one and a half first period or something 
I, I think it's, yeah, Florida first period. Puck, puck, I thought they were going to play for Koozie this last game. I really thought they were going to play for Koozie. And now it, they come out flat after that, and it's the opposite. Maybe it was more depressing or whatever, you know. Yeah, I just and, feel like uh, every time they hit a stride, and they were on a little bit of a five-game losing streak anyway, that then Koozie went out. So now it's now we're into six. Um, this is a good thing for Caps, though. Like, they really just have to start the rebuild. But I do want to say this real quick. Just today, like, Kipper, Justin Bourne loves to fucking shit on the Capitals. And they're all bitching about, like, how Ovechkin is playing. Ovi is playing unbelievably good this year. He is not sitting in the same spot on the power play. Yeah, he leads the NHL in power because the Caps have nobody else worth the shit. Like, they just got Pacioretty. They're starting to play him, and he's good. So he's getting time. But he's been on the top power plane. So I did watch the Beanpot, uh, uh, Salty. We, you missed it. We talked all about it. Um, we'll definitely watch on Monday, and we'll definitely talk about it. But anyway, I just – you're not watching the games. You should shut your fucking hole. Like, they're moving him around all over. The, he's not staying in the one spot. He's been at the point. He's been in front of the net. If you know, like, it's like me saying, "Oh, Edmonton's not good because I haven't watched them in the last two weeks or fucking month," you know, because how bad they started. Like, no, they're really good. They're the they're the plus money favorite for the uh, Stanley Cup right now, plus seven hundred. So it makes sense. Let's uh, we get Rico back in here, but uh, we're just gonna keep moving on because I do have to have a shorter show tonight. I apologize to everybody. Uh, but we will shout out one of our loyal listeners here at the end of the show. He's got some exciting news. Flames at Devils. This is a must win for the Devils, man. And, boy, the Flames are playing with house money. And I'll tell you what, Perlo, like, there was some analytics there that maybe maybe Kuzmenko is the winger that, that uh, Huberdeau needs to play with or something. I don't know. Like, they looked good. Like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened there. Oh, shoot. Am I on mute? No. Um, I don't know what happened there in Calgary or in uh, Vancouver with Kuzmenko. But remember last year, the guy looked like he, he was just unbelievable. And he had 39 goals. And all of a sudden, it was something about he wasn't playing aggressive enough in the offensive zone or something. I don't know what it was, but I have a feeling that he's going to take off there in Calgary. I just yeah, I, I, I agree. Well, look who they're going to play him with. They're going to play him with Kadri and Huberto. Man, just throw those guys together in a blender and just see what comes out of it. Maybe you'll get Huberto going. Maybe they'll start snapping it around, setting each other up. So this what did what did Kadri say? A pack of hyenas will take down a lion any day. I that thought was that was awesome. Between the awesome. Patrick Waugh quote, between Patrick yeah. Waugh going, uh, talking yeah. about Boar about you're either a duck or an eagle, and today he was an eagle. And I, I, I people said, what does that mean? Well, I'll tell you, uh, I have eagles that fly out on my lake all the time, and I watch them swoop down and kill ducks all the time. So yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, um, ducks, and the duck doesn't have a chance. Uh, I have yeah, to tell you, I, yeah, I, I, got a, tell you. I got a weird thing that Calgary might win that game tomorrow. I just got a weird feeling. About well, they're plus one twenty. That's not terrible money to take, and they're coming off a really good win. And what? Where's the weakness of the New Jersey Devils, and what's the strength of the Calgary Flames? Goal, goal the weakness of the Devils is goaltending, right? And the strength of the Flames is goaltending. I'll tell you what, though, I think they'd be insane not to trade Markstrom if they're out of it. He's thirty-four. 
There's so many teams that need goaltending. He's still a really good goalie. They have the Wolf kid. They could keep Vladar. I just, if they're out of it, Conroy, make some moves, buddy. But we'll see. Um, uh, we'll see. Yeah. So, uh, so you guys are on the Flames then, or the or the uh, uh, Tim likes Calgary first period. P yeah, I like Calgary first. That's a good one because Jersey sucks in the first period. Yeah, I like that's a really yeah. good one. Like Buck that. line there. Okay. Um, I don't mind Calgary in that spot. Isn't didn't Toffoli leave the game or something? They they they're banged up a little bit in New Jersey. Dude, that's been the Devils all year. They're not getting the goaltending, and they have injuries. How about Blake Coleman leading them in goals too? I love that. That's I heard. I heard Hughes might be back though tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, he was in a non-contact though. So uh, let me look and see what what the BR does a really good job right now. Calgary's missing AJ Greer. That's it. They're missing Toffoli day-to-day. Brennan Smith, he's out with the knee. Dougie Hamilton's out with the pectoral muscle. Jack Hughes is out with the upper body still, and then they're missing Siegenthaler. I mean, that's also been the story with the Devils. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the Devils got to keep winning, though. They're right there in the mix, but they just can't. They can't. They've got to figure it out. And, you know, we're also not counting they lost McLeod and Foot due to this. You know, they're not coming back, so. Two um, sneaky good Alberta signings, eh? Zach Hyman and Blake Coleman. Like those guys are like, yeah, king of Alberta. Zach right Hyman's going like, to score fifty this year. It looks like. I don't know. I yeah. love Coleman. I love Coleman. Boy, don't you wish Toronto kept him, huh? Oh God. Okay. Uh, Jets at Flyers. Jets at Flyers. Flyers are home dog. Man, I was really disappointed with the Jets against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh sucks ass. I was really. Really surprised that they didn't come out and play a little bit better game. And they had Hellybuck in that, too. So it was not a good game. I think that that major with Dylan, though, changed the course of the game. It was one nothing when that happened. So um, that could have well, been. Like Curlo brought it up, man. Winnipeg is not getting too much scoring right now. They're winning by Hellebuck and playing defensively. They're not winning games convincingly right now. Yeah, I mean, let's. They just got Shifley back. Connor's not been back that long in the lineup. Now Monahan's there. Let's hope they can get going on the power play. Uh, I actually would take the Flyers at plus one twenty four here, but God, I don't trust their goaltending now that they don't have Carter Hart. So probably the Jets. What do you think, Perlo? Uh I don't like. I I think I would look at a draw here. Draw, yeah, definitely. Are like you talking draw, draw season? Yeah, <laughs> I got my. Uh, I, this yeah. is also the bargain bin. I'm I'm repping the uh, the ice guys I, gear. Tonight. I have a really hard time going against Philadelphia now that they've had rest. Uh, I think they're going to play just like they were the early part of the season now for like ten to fifteen games. Winnipeg's not scoring enough right now, and if that showed up in analytics. They were another high percentage shooting team, and it sounds like it's coming back now. So I'm a little sketchy about taking Winnipeg there. Even though it, they don't want to win two in a row, lose two in a row at home, I would rather them play other teams than Philly, though, because Philly doesn't give a shit about that. Philly's going to work just as hard as anybody out there. They, yeah. if, they, if they have the legs to do it, they're going to they're gonna, uh, they're gonna work, work as hard as you or outwork you. So it's, And they did it's against Florida the other day, so – and, yeah, and, and I had Philly. I had Philly in that game. Yeah, 
Yeah, and it wasn't a high event game either. Both teams didn't light up the shooting board either in that game. But one thing me and Perlo were talking about earlier too is like Tortorella's changed. He's obviously figured out how to how to you know just reinvent himself a little bit in Philadelphia. He's probably let the boys go on a break, go have fun, do what you gotta do, go to Cabo. But you know, give yourself a day or so of rest before you come back to this team. So if you're not gonna be ready to go. You know, you're not going to see the ice. And, you know, the Carter Hart thing is probably blown over a little bit where the guys are starting to come together a little bit. But like you said, Beard, it's about Harrison. You know, the goaltending is going to be something to, to really focus on moving forward for Philadelphia here. Brustois should be a net, though. Yeah. Uh, Tim, Tim's uh, got Jets money line. Uh, you have to tell me. Well. Beat. BTTS, what is that for, guys? Sorry. Both teams to score. Both teams, Both teams to, to score. score first. Okay. The first. Thank you. Thank you, uh, guys. And Tim, thank you. And he thinks Bruce Wall oh. play. I will say, I think Laurent Brissois is better than anybody they have right now in Philly at Jet. So, okay. Here's a big one. And this is, a, I don't know, man. Uh, Colorado's maybe getting lucky because the central teams aren't winning right now. But, um, they look like a one-line hockey team. They're actually a road dog at Carolina. I like Carolina in that game too, but yeah, gosh dang, man, it's so hard to go against the talent of Ranton and McKinnon and McCarr. And to get Colorado at plus money, it's almost like free money. What do you think, Perlo? Uh, three games in four nights now, coming off a long break, that shouldn't be that big of a deal. But – on the road, I find that Colorado, the teams find it pretty easy to match up against them, just like you said. It's yeah, like, they haven't I'm been good on the road. They got smoked by Pittsburgh early in the year, too, I remember. Um, it's a one-line team. Like, like they need to get some depth there. They're, they're not getting a yeah. lot. McKinnon's not getting a lot of help. So Carolina's got a pretty deep team. That's one thing they do have. They don't have the superstars. So you got, like, this superstar team playing against a really deep team and so and carolina coming up of a loss right so i, I like carolina I'll, I'll i'll go carolina there okay um uh salty has a question for you guys because it's not applicable to me he says what platform do you guys bet on oh i i usually use score bet it's uh it's part of the score uh television network so i use score bet because that's what i use for my app most of the time when i check scores and stuff so i I try to just keep it to one. I know some people like more than one sports book, but uh, I just keep it to one and and just lay with that. Score yeah, bet. I, it's a good app. They give you free bets once in a while. I don't salty, um, but I will. I just have to figure out what I can use up here in Alaska because it's not legal. So I have to find kind of workarounds. And then, Perlo, what do you use? Um, I'm, I'm one of the multiple sport book guys, but I, I guess I probably my favorite is, is either is Betway, and I don't know okay. if, you, if you can get it, but that's probably my favorite. But yeah, that's here. Use, that's here in the States too. I believe Betway. So yeah, I'm familiar that's with probably that. my, it's my personal favorite, but I mean, there's lots of books that I use. Yeah, I use lots of books. Yeah. And Tim York says he uses bet three, six, five bet, Victor bet play Alberta and sports interaction. Play Alberta I thought sports fantastic. interaction and bet three, six, five were the same thing, but, but they're not play Alberta is awesome. But the problem is you only get it in Alberta. So I, I can't really put that out there for people. 
Well, no, but like there are salties in Michigan, so he obviously can't bet that. But we're gonna get, we're gonna get. Uh, sorry, uh, I didn't mean for that. Uh, we're gonna get. Um, Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, one nothing. Thank you, Tim. I do have the score up and I have the game up. Good, good win by the Leafs tonight too. I was impressed. I know Perlo. Okay, uh, uh, Rico, did you pick? I, I know Perlo said uh, I yeah. said I take the Avs plus money just because like I feel like, but the Hurricanes. Yeah. Are you on? Who are you on in that game? And yeah, then... I, I'm on Carolina too. Just just matchups. If it was in Colorado, I'd probably go with the Avalanche. But in Carolina, they'll be able to match up against that top line like we were talking about. Maybe stick Slavin on that the McKinnon line. Just basically Brendan Moore saying, you know, if we're gonna lose tonight, don't let this guy and this guy beat us, and beyond that. Let's just play a complete game. We got to win this one coming off that loss. So yeah, and Kochekov was in net the other night for them, so he's back. And then I'm hearing Anderson's coming back. That's going to be really good for them. They're going to have three legit goalies, and Ranta's probably going to be the third guy there because you know he's not that good. And uh, I know I so, still got my uh, I still got my uh, Anderson future Vesna winner prop sitting in the bottom of my open bets <laughs> on my site. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Could happen. Could happen. You never know. Um, uh, okay, let's go on to Lightning Islanders. So that's a back-to-back for Tampa. They did not look real good. I, I thought Kucherov would score tonight. Uh, did he have a goal? I don't think so. He had an assist, I think. Yeah, I don't think he had a goal. Oh, Angle was the one that scored. Okay. Um mm-hmm. I thought I thought he would come out of that. Oh, he had an assist, yeah. Hagel yeah. scored, yeah. I think I it, uh, Kucherov point would have been good. Okay, yeah. So I like the Islanders here, and the Lightning are a plus one hundred road dog. Now that being said, they played New York. It's not like it's any kind of trip. It's a less than an hour train ride to get to the island. They're probably staying out on the island anyway. Yeah. Uh, Tim York likes New York Islanders money line I, and the under. I love the Islanders. Yeah. You like the Islanders in this one, Rico? Yeah, man. You're going to get the, the boys checking in on Sergachev tonight. They're probably going to be up late wondering what's going on with their guy. You got Johansson in net probably for Tampa, obviously, after Vasilevsky tonight. And yeah. Patrick Boas got these guys going. They're going to play hard, and Tampa's just going to be a I think they're just going to be besides themselves on what's going on. The guy hasn't played since December 19th. He comes back and injures himself and stretchers off the ice. Like this is a huge development in Tampa right now. Whether Breeze was going to be on the phone looking for somebody that he doesn't know who he's going to be able to give up for somebody to fill in on that back end because he plays so much. And it's been so long since he's been in the lineup. I feel so bad because Sergeyev seems like one of the nicer guys in the league. Oh, yeah, I, I, that's down. brutal for them. That's a huge loss. They they need him. Uh, Perla, what do you think on this game? And then I did want to comment something about the Rangers after you're done. Yeah, I I, I get a gut feeling that Wa is going to get the Islanders playing a pretty solid style of hockey. And uh, I, I don't really think they're necessarily going to make the playoffs, but structure is going to come now. And uh, and I, against a Tampa Bay team, like that, I don't know. You're gonna to want to play for Sergey, I guess. But 
it's an old team. It's got a lot of emotion. I think they're going to be feeling pretty tired tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I agree with Rico. That's a really good point. Like it's emotionally draining when you see your a guy that just came back from injury and such a great guy and like ah oh, like everybody loves him and I think it's going to be a little rough for them tomorrow. I yeah. got the Islanders too. Yeah. Uh, what a trade that was too. Getting him from uh, oh yeah for Drewan for Drewan, <laughs> which by the way he's having a decent year. So yeah, he is. Yeah. That's good. That's good news. I'm, I'm, you know, um, I know he was a big time prospect, like a fourth overall pick, wasn't he, or something? So maybe the back half of this career, maybe Sergeyev might be injury plagued, and Drewan finds himself in Colorado and signs a multi year deal for a couple million per, and you know, this trade might even itself out. You never know. You could never know. You never know. Yeah, I heard, I heard uh, Pierre Maguire was saying, and I, I, you know. Uh, that he wouldn't be surprised if he got offer sheeted because um, I'm sure there are a lot of teams that need D and would have the space. We'll see. I know Tampa's up against it. It might be why Brisebois has been so reluctant to get the uh, the deal done for Stamkos. We'll see. Um, last game of the night, Golden Knights at Coyotes. Uh, oh, before I get into this game, Jonathan Quick, third start in a row for the Rangers. I was telling Perlo about that earlier. I'm like, do you think he's taking over the number one reigns? And Perlo's like, oh, maybe he's just jerking. Johnny Lazarus talked about this a little bit too. Like, they're going to give a little bit more of the net to Quick. He's just played really well. And Sturkin's not played well. I mean, he's like an eight nine, mm -hmm. eight, 890 save percentage this year. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's, maybe he's played a lot game. of hockey too. Shesterkin's played a lot of hockey the last few years, so yeah. Well, what I've understood from him is he likes to be a net. You know, there are those guys that like that was Lundqvist, isn't it? Hilarious. Mm -hmm. Like Lundqvist played seventy-two games every fucking year. It was like just crazy. Well, but, I probably um, learned from him, right? That you want to be in the game. He probably learned how to prepare like Lundqvist. He's sitting basically on the bench watching him prepare for every <laughs> single game and play every night for the Rangers, pretty much. So he's. Learned from one of the best goalies of all time. Yeah, and Tim saying Laviolette will ride the hot goalie, and I agree. And, and honestly, we're going to have the mix. Pretty cool, Bedard. You know, by the way, again, Bedard does not look unhealthy to me. I'm seeing him. Why is he not playing? They have those masks you can wear with the if you've had a jaw thing. He looks fine. He's not even black and blue anymore. He looks like Didn't, he did. Jim. Didn't Joe Newendike play with a broken jaw in the 80s? Dude, Jeremy Roenick missed a shift with a broken jaw. Like, and I get Bedard is a rookie. Like, we don't need him to do that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Chicago's was, not going anywhere this year, so just protect the kid. But, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, I, I was saying about Quick was that uh, I was reading about it, actually. And what they've been doing is, like, He's had some. He's got a quirkiness in his game that he hasn't had before, and they're just trying to get it out through practice and they're going over tape. And You're talking about Shosturkin. Shosturkin, yeah, yeah, yeah. But quick, I mean, be because quick is getting all these starts. Yeah. It's because they really want Shosturkin to practice this out of his game. They don't know how it got there, so they're they're they'd rather do it that way than than start losing or not playing well in the games and it hurts your confidence and you can't really focus on. Fixing this, whatever quirkiness they're talking about. I'm not a goaltending expert, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they've got that's the right. Benoit Hilaire, 
is like one of the legendary goaltending coaches that's there in uh, New yeah. York. So they've got the yeah. right guys there. And, and I mean, watch uh, out. Yeah, sorry, go ahead, Beer. No, you're fine. I was just going to say, watch out. There's a double-edged sword there too, right? Because I think Quick is already kind of talking. His agent is kind of talking about an extension type thing as well. So, I mean, you're you're playing him, but then, you know, he's all obviously going to demand a little bit of money. And, you know, if there's a team that's going to sign him right now and, and trade for him, I don't know if the Rangers are playing to trade him because I don't know. Who's a Rangers third goalie right now behind Quick? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, I do, I do. It's, uh, I believe it's Tukarski or, uh, Justin Tukarski. Is it, no. is it Deming? Deming? It could be Deming. Deming oh, or okay. Tukarski, one of those two. I think. It could be Deming. Deming's yeah. played everywhere. Deming's, Deming's played for 20 teams, I think. Oh my God. Wasn't it Deming that came in for Pittsburgh in the playoffs a couple years ago as a third goalie yeah. behind uh, Jari yeah. and Smith? And Deming came in. It's like, oh my God, Pittsburgh were just hoping they didn't get a shot on goal because the guy's letting and everything. I think it was against the Rangers in the first round where they had to go to Deming. And they're like, oh man. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that sucked for Pittsburgh. Um. My heart really broke it is, for them. It is no Deming. It, it is Deming. I just looked it up on Cap Family Ads. Deming. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. All right. Okay. Rich H in the chat. Hey, everybody. Thank Hello, you Rich. so much for coming in, Rich H. Jared Bukal. Yeah, Jared, I've been hearing flame. Kate Cocky was trying to will Tanev and Hannafin to the Leafs tonight on his stream. So um, I get it. Uh, the Leafs, it's never not – I mean, it, it, if you're the Leafs, do you just not – I mean, like, maybe you trade Bertuzzi for – he's not doing anything. Like, I, I like maybe you just – I don't know. But, like, I also feel like has Keith really given those guys a chance? Okay, let's do the last game, and I wanted to say this one thing because this was huge news today. It's Golden Knights at Coyotes. Coyotes are a home dog 120, but here's the deal. I – I am now convinced we're going to lose the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, I think they're going to be the Utah Yetis or whatever the hell. Because, <laughs> because they can't one. get this arena deal done. And whether it's on the owner there or whatever, he's just drug his ass too long. Um, to me, I would go to Matt Ishbia, the owner of the Suns, and be like, build a new arena. Because I've already said, like, America West or whatever's downtown where the – where the Yotes first played, where the basketball team plays, and they could play there again. There's no, they could just retrofit that arena, redo it. There's talk they're rebuilding one anyway. A dual use arena for a, for a place like Phoenix is good. They have a train that goes downtown, that sort of thing. So, uh, or Scottsdale, move the arena out there, whatever you want to do. Uh, so, the guy that owns the sp- the Utah Jazz has already said his arena is equipped to house hockey and he will build a separate arena without public funds for the hockey in that Salt Lake area. So I I I I just see that's happening. And I think if they expand, Arizona and Atlanta will be the franchises they expand to. And they won't expand into Arizona without a, a stadium already done, I think. So I think you could see Atlanta come into the league. And for all the people saying, why is Atlanta? Well, Anson Carter is pushing for Atlanta because he has a minor league team there he owns. And now with Turner being there, 
they think it'll be a big deal. And they're going to put it out and like, so a lot of people don't realize that they've had a pretty good, in, um, I'm trying to think of the name of the Alaska Aces played them in the finals that they actually have had some pretty good East coast hockey in, in Georgia for a long time. And I can't think of the name of the team that's outside of Georgia, but um, they're, they're actually pretty good. The so, Bible belt bandits. What? No, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. All right. Well, while I'm looking this up, you guys tell me what you think on the coyotes. Uh, Golden Knights, and uh, and then we're gonna wrap up. It's gonna be a short one tonight, guys. Uh, by short, it's still we're still almost an hour. So yeah, the Yotes and Golden Knights will be a good game because of the goaltending matchup. I think that's the first thing you got to look at there. It'll be Aiden Hillary backing that against Connor Ingram. I think Arizona. This will be their first game off the break, won't it? So it'll be interesting to see what they do, but I think. What do you think, Perlo? Maybe a little, maybe a little Zona, Tone Dogs after Vegas with a big win over the Oilers. Maybe, maybe a draw. Maybe a low-scoring Coyotes win. Oh, you're muted, Perlo. Yeah, um, I, you want to say that because they just came off that big game, right? Like it's, it's this could, and Arizona always plays them tough. The problem is, I think I'm just going to stay away from this game because the problem is this is for the Arizona's first game. I think I might take like Vegas first period puck line or something like that because they're they got their legs, so and then leave it at that and then I don't know after after that maybe I don't know it's it's a tough game. You know, he, Tim likes Arizona. Yeah, I I can see that. I can see both sides of that. Yeah. I would probably take Arizona just because it's plus money. It's, it's a tough game to count. So yeah. there are two teams in Georgia, the Savannah Ghost Pirates and the Atlanta Gladiators. I, I can't remember the last uh, – the name of that team that they played, but they must have folded into one of those teams or whatever. But look, I mean, Adirondack Thunder, Greenville Swap Rabbits, Jack Jacksonville Iceman, that's in Florida, South Carolina Stingrays, that's not far from Georgia, the Norfolk Admirals, that's, that's in Virginia – uh, the Atla Orlando Solar Bears, that's a, obviously the Florida Everblades, the Newfoundland, the Newfoundland Growlers. Now that's a, that's a Terry Ryan's team, right? Yeah. Uh, mm. I don't know how they're in the uh, the the Wisher Railers and the Tro Troy Rave Lions. Thank you. What about the, the Birmingham Mariners. Barracudas? Are they still around? So the Maine Mariners are the are the Alaska Aces franchise. That's they moved to Maine, um, and then the Reading Royals, Savannah Ghost, and both those teams are at the bottom of the thing there. But you know, Adirondack Thunder are thirty and eight in the ECHL this year. So, um, well, anyway. Uh, We'll, tomorrow we'll talk trades. Uh, we'll definitely have a whole thing. We'll probably take callers. Um, I, I think if you are waiting to the trade deadline, which is two weeks away, uh, you're, it's going to be tough uh, for your team. And uh, I just think there's not a lot available out there, so you better go out and get it. Capes is over here harumphing like he's 
Are you done? Are you done? Send, uh, send, uh, if we're signing off, send Tim York the link for after hour. He'll, he'll pop on and shoot the shit with me and Perlo for a bit. Yeah, I, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. But yeah, listen, sure. hey, one, one thing that's been in news today too. Did you hear John Tavares' signing bonus is getting taxed like close to 60%? He's okay. So, CRA? so I, I, I've read. I read about this. This is very interesting. I'm glad you brought this up and we'll talk about it. And then, uh, yeah, Tim, I'll shoot you the, I'll, I'll drop you the, the link and I could just put the link in the chat and anybody that wants to come on can come on and we'll just, and I'll just bring them on after we're, we're, we end the show. Um, Mm -hmm. So essentially is if there's a thing that the U S and Canada agreed on, like it's called an enticement tax. And if you get enticed to move to Canada from the U S you're only supposed to be taxed. 15% 15% on that bonus. So he was only supposed to pay 15% tax on that. So I don't know if the Canadian government's tried, tried to change the rules on him or anything. Uh, I don't know, man. Anyway, Tim, I dropped the link. You can just click in it and I'll bring you in after we end the show. No worries. Um, so that's, um, that's just interesting uh, to me. And uh, I think that's Tavares a lot of money. People, people are like, the guy's making millions and stuff too. But at the end of the day, if somebody's taxing your paycheck, no matter what you take home every two weeks, almost 60%, you're going to be pissed off. So who cares if it was 15 million or 1500? Like that's, that's well, a, that's a lot of change. money, man. Like an $8 million yeah. difference is a ridiculous sum of money. But anyway, um, part of me is like, well, if you didn't go to <laughs> those taxes. I also am a firm believer if he stayed with the Islanders, they may have won a cup with trots and them that like they were one, they were one goal away twice in game sevens against Tampa. You don't think Tavares would have made a difference in those lineups? I don't know. Uh, he might've screwed himself out of winning a cup um, by sign. And I get it. Like he signed with his childhood team. So I see Tim in the yeah. thing. I really appreciate everybody coming out. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, Have a great night.